0: me for tea. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Some Assembly Required, over here at Waynefleet BIC. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host. I am joined today by Pastor Renee Keevitt. Hello Renee.
1: Hello Julie, good to be with you.
0: Yes, we're glad you're here. So we are partway through our follow me series. We spent the first two weeks talking about how we can be with Jesus, and now you have taken us to the next um, step, which is act like Jesus. Mm -hmm. So on Sunday, you shared a message on Zacchaeus, and he probably started out being like one of the least act like Jesus men that we talked (laughs) about, I would say. Yes, (laughs) you're
1: right. You are right. Yeah, we're not starting with the disciples who were always with him.
0: <laughs> No, definitely not. So um, tell us a bit about Zacchaeus. Why, why was he so well-known?
1: Yeah. Well, Zacchaeus, um, we uh, find his story uh, in the book of Luke. And Zacchaeus is really well-known. I wouldn't say popular, but maybe infamous as opposed to famous. <laughs> and... Um, he is a tax collector, um, not an accountant, uh, as my kids thought accountants and tax collectors were, uh, similar as children, but, uh, tax collectors were notorious thieves. And so the Roman empire would be asking for, let's say $50 from a family. When the tax collectors went to collect, they would say, you actually owe us a hundred. And, uh, the families really didn't have anything to leverage against that. And so, uh, they would pay the 50 to the empire and the tax collectors would keep the other 50. And so they were highly, highly unliked, uh, mistrusted for sure. They would probably not have had friends. Um, And uh, I would say nothing about Zacchaeus' lifestyle looked anything like Jesus (laughs) um, until he met him, until he spent some time. We're not not sure if they actually had tea, but they definitely spent time together um, in the house, and uh when when I was a little one we always sang Jesus said he was they were going to house for tea. Middle Eastern families often have tea together, so it makes good sense. Uh, but, ah. but in our passage, um, yeah, they spend time together and after that and we don't know how long they were together, um it the, the story happens quite quickly actually in in uh, chapter nineteen. But after spending time together, um Zacchaeus has a one hundred and eighty degree life change Um, And he begins to act uh, like Jesus just because they spent uh, time together. There is no recorded lecture (laughs) that uh, gave life change to Zacchaeus, um, which is funny as I, you know, lecture, as we lecture our children. I hope I'm not the only one. uh, Not hope. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one.
0: (laughs) I can confirm. I am certain you are not the only one. (laughs)
1: um but his significant life change came from yeah just spending time with Jesus and uh i think it's it's uh it's quite remarkable when you think about it um you know they have maybe a meal together but they certainly spent uh, some time in Zacchaeus's home which probably he would not have had many visitors because he was so unpopular and so uh people just so hated really um Mm -hmm. and so you know i can't imagine him having too many other visitors uh, at his house and so he hosts jesus and immediately begins to make uh life changes he's going to give half of his possessions to the poor which is remarkable if you think about you know just look around your house you give half of his possessions away and then he's going to repay people that he cheats but not like so he's making restitution right he's going to make some restitution but not mm-hmm. even like what you and I would say, oh, go give, you know, go give that back. You know, you, you took Go give your story. We'll it back. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, exactly. No, he's going to give back four, four times the amount he took, which is, uh, w- yeah, it's just, it's such significant life change.
0: He must have been really wealthy, really wealthy. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. And, yeah, like that's the piece, right? Maybe he wasn't even taking a, you know, maybe the, you know numerically this is going to make no you know biblical sense but maybe mm-hmm. if, you know if a family owed 50 he charged them 150 and was you know doubling the amount i don't know but he was in order to you know make that kind of restitution yeah you're right he would have had to have been significantly wealthy for sure mhm
0: does it tell us if the tax collectors were paid by the government of the time as well
1: yes it would have been a position a job yeah mhm so for sure he's just yeah, making it like a bandit, literally. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I wonder what it was about Zacchaeus that stood out to Jesus. Like, why him? I'm sure he wasn't the only tax collector around. I wonder what about him stood out.
1: Yeah. Well, for sure, he's he is definitely a, the odd one out because he, in short stature, ends up climbing a tree, right, and is in sort of the trees that sort are of like. At the roadside, where he knew Jesus was going to pass by, and so you know that would have been odd too, right? like well mm-hmm. older people like that you know you wouldn't stoop to such a low, you know only immature young children would climb a tree right yeah. <laughs> and so here's this guy up in the tree, and Jesus right away, which I think is cool, he actually names him. He doesn't say, "Hey, get down from the tree I mean Jesus knows everything right, so he knows what is mm-hmm. he calls him by name. And, um, you know, I think it makes a bit of a spectacle of Zacchaeus, but in a fascinating way. Like, the whole crowd is there, right? It said it, it, there were so many people that Zacchaeus couldn't see over top of them. Um, so there's tons of people there. And uh, Jesus, you know, sort of calls my name. I want to go to your house. And I, that in in and of itself would have been quite a spectacle. Here's Jesus picking, you know, the worst of the worst, Visit,
0: I wonder know? what people thought of even thought of Jesus at that time, like oh yeah,
1: well, you yeah, you exactly are right, and they in verse seven they're like he doesn't say they're they're mad, but they're muttering about, so they're I think they're disgruntled and their their judgment is like rising high in fact um he has gone to be the guest of a sinner, like they're just they're I think they're irritated, they're annoyed, they're probably angry, like, mm-hmm. I do all these good things here, I take care of people, you know, maybe there's, you know, uh, you know people who are doing all of these uh, wonderful service things, maybe religious, well, for sure, religious people over there, and they're like, I deserve this, like, Jesus should come to my house, I'm, I'm doing all the right things, you know? Yeah. Um, no, and so the whole crowd mutters about, it says mutters, which is interesting, it's like, uh, like a low grumble, right? <laughs>
0: So that is so, yeah, that's so cool. And you know what, it's something, I think it was Pat that said a few a few weeks ago that Jesus, um, his bullseye is way outside of what we think. Like his target area is, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. far removed from what everyone expected and thought. He uh, definitely yeah. had a heart for the marginalized and the, you know, yeah. he began... You think-
1: the, the religious people would have known that, but they you know they it, it, it was like they couldn't recognize it um I, I quoted an author yesterday in the message um Todd bullsinger, and mm-hmm. he, he said, jesus frequently disappointed people, specifically religious people um when they perceived that he had the wrong principles, like hanging out with rotten people with scoundrels with with, um, you know, prostitutes and tax collectors and, and sinners. And, um, you know, because the religious people were focused on the principle they, they that they weren't focused on Jesus' mission on earth, which was to save the lost people. You can't save them if you're never with them, if you're never near them. And, and Jesus knew that. And so he, yeah, he he picked the person who needed him the most, but the crowd mm-hmm. couldn't see it. You know, they just didn't understand. Yeah, they,
0: they didn't understand. think him worthy of Jesus' time.
1: Right, yeah, exactly, and I, and I'm pretty sure that I have had attitudes similar to that, right?
0: Yes, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm agreeing. I, I would agree with myself that I myself would. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being like the crowd, and and we put this word "deserve" in. You know, mm-hmm. they don't really deserve that, or they don't really deserve this. Um and uh you know, Jesus sees to our heart now, frankly, we are just as needy as Zacchaeus was. We just don't always see it or um you know, other people don't see that need because they maybe see us behaving and doing all the right things. Um mm-hmm. but our hearts can be equally as sinful, um, as motivated by selfishness or other things, right? And and uh, Jesus just he's like he yeah he just sees he just burrows right through to the heart and he sees those things directly um and we often can't or don't let ourselves i'm not sh- i'm not sure what the answer is um or don't want to maybe yes
0: yeah. mhm mhm
1: it's tricky it's tricky at times i i uh, the, the piece i think in this message that that kind of struck me the most was significant life change after spending time with Jesus. And yes. uh, there's a reason there there's a reason the first two messages were spend time with Jesus because we can't act more like him if we're not spending time with him. If if we mm-hmm. don't know his story if we don't, you know, read through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John's accounts of Jesus walking on the earth and and seeing how he spoke to people, how he treated people, um who he was really the fiercest with were the religious people, not the the, the quote sinners, right? And um, so, so if we want to be more like Jesus and, and follow Him and act like Him, we need to spend time. and And Zacchaeus makes this this this, this massive change. And I and I was thinking um, after uh, I was practicing the other day, and I thought, you know, we need to, even as a Christ follower, we need to continually have more encounters with Jesus. Not yes. so that he can save our souls, um, because you know I, I I trusted in Jesus; he has saved my soul. But the encounter with Jesus, the continual encounter with Jesus, is to continually allow us to be acting like him more and more. Because in our own strength, we're hooped, right?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no. Uh, no, that's um, such a that's such a good thought. You're it, it's true because how can you act like someone if you don't know them? Right.
1: Exactly. That's such a and, you know, I was thinking about how like on Instagram, for example, some of our social media platforms, we follow people, right? We actually yes. click like follow, um, which, yes. which is a fascinating um, sort of thing if you think about how, how we're following people. In, on Facebook, we we quote friend we're, we're friends with people. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. sure that means much different, but when we're following people, we're, we're following their life and and we're seeing what they're doing, it's sort of in real time. And uh, if we would take our, if I would take my relationship with Jesus that seriously, that I was checking in with Him as frequently as I on my phone <laughs> checking other things, wouldn't right? Wouldn't that? Oh, a,
0: absolutely.
1: Wouldn't that be a thought too, right? And the the, the piece that I I love because I can get overwhelmed thinking there is no way, there's no way I can be like more like jesus like there's no way i can act like jesus in the ways that he you know and, and do the things he did because i'm just you know on my own i'm not able i'm sinful and i have selfish motives mm-hmm. and i want what i want and i'm judgmental and so um the passage in acts chapter 2 uh verse uh, 38 talks about the fact that we can't do it on our own and then you know we know that we're human Um, Mm -hmm. But this verse tells us to repent and trust in Jesus, and then we're given a gift, and that gift is the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And so with the Holy Spirit living inside of us, I can act more like Jesus, you know, um, not not to take any credit for myself or be like, hey, look at me, I'm acting like Jesus. But with the Holy Spirit working inside of me, when I allow him to do that and don't try to control everything— Um, You know, I can be a little bit more like Jesus. I can allow other people to glimpse, just have a little glimpse of who Jesus Mm -hmm. is um, when I, you know, let the Holy Spirit work through me. And um, yeah, and so who would have been, like, given the biggest testimony of life change than Zacchaeus? He's super well known. Everyone knows him in his city, right? Um, Everyone is, like, infamous, whatever you want to say. He's famous. So when right. he makes a 180 life change, every single person in that city would have known. They would have known. Yeah. What an amazing witness. And I think, well, here I am just like a normal person in Wayne Fleet, right? Like, you <laughs> know, my life change is not being seen by on some grand scale. But all of us together as church community, as Christ followers across the world, then yes, we can right? We can have mm-hmm. that influence, we can have, we can allow people to see Jesus um, in us as we act more like him. And I just think, yeah, I'm just, I'm fascinated, loving this, loving this story of that here. Yeah, that's
0: a, that's a really great, um, yeah, this was a really, um, really thought-provoking, a lot of these, um, a lot of the questions that you proposed on Sunday too at the end of the message, and they're really, yeah. um really, Really, kind of deep, and you know, I and they're hard as I read them over, they are hard. Yeah. I thought, boy, I'm glad I don't have to answer some of these in front of uh, <laughs> a lot of people. I'm glad I can just answer them, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. well,
1: and that's the thing, right? Yes, we do not have to be perfect, but we're on a journey to look more like Jesus. You know, we should be different tomorrow yes. than we are today, you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's gross, yeah. And, you know, that's what you were saying. I just kept thinking what a freeing thought it was, but we can't do it on our own. Yeah. To me, that's really um, – because often we try. We try to do it on our own, but mm-hmm. we can't. And yeah. that's a really um, – to me, that's a really that's really freeing to think, oh, I don't have to try. I don't have to because I can't. So yes. don't, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. hmm Yeah, and we still, you know, we're taking responsibility for ourselves, but if we thought that we had to do all this on our own, we would be overwhelmed and we wouldn't even try. Like, it would just be (laughs) game over, right?
0: Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, Renee, as we close, any closing thoughts?
1: Um, Spend more time with Jesus. (laughs) It's
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. a challenge,
1: and there's lots of ways to do that. There isn't one way at a particular time in a particular chair – with the right version, Um, you know, we sometimes get locked in there. Uh, It has to be a certain way, but just spend time with Jesus and that time will be well spent and the Holy Spirit will develop develop you and, and make you more like Jesus. And that's a pretty awesome thought.
0: Yes, it is. Thank you for that, Renee. So if you would like to get in touch with Renee and talk about anything, um, you can reach her at renee at wainfleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with podcast suggestions or any feedback, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at WainfleetBic.com. So we're glad you tuned in with us. Um, We're praying for you and we hope that you have a great week. Bye.